Coming to you through the airwaves of the multiverse, it is the Flashcast on the Podcast on Earth 2, where we review episodes on the Flash on the CW Network and talk all things Flash. I am your host, Brian from Earth 16, and in this episode, we're just going to be pretty much talking about a recap of like Season 5 and you know, basically my recap and what I thought about it and several bullet points and some stuff that I also want to see in um, Season 6, so keep it real, people. What's going on everyone so um this is gonna be a rather quick flash cast because i'm actually headed over to phoenix fan fusion um i mean which has been a fun event so far i've gotten autographs from amy joe johnson the og original pink power ranger from the 1990s and i've gotten also an autograph from christopher priest today i'm gonna to actually gonna get an autograph from darth maul so it's gonna be really really fun and uh, you should actually um go on my twitter i mean on my um WordPress account, The Boy Wonder Press, where I'm going to actually um, write, blog more about the event, and I'm going to pretty much take photos of the stuff I got from Comic-Con and the autographs, too, so you'll probably see Amy Jo Johnson's autograph on my um, on my Twitter and my Instagram at Comics underscore one, and also, there's a funny photo of me with um, being chased by Mandalorians who think I'm Earth-77 Brian, or Brian from Earth-77, and then there was um, also another photo of me being chased by death troopers. <laughs> like they think I'm Brian, like I'm a Jedi, you know what I mean? Cause Brian from earth 77, he's a Jedi Knight. And apparently he is one of um, Luke Skywalker's greatest students. And they're searching for this guy and <laughs> apparently they can't, they can't find him. So they're, 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 they're thinking it's me, but I have no force powers. So I uh, know, Earth 77, Brian, wherever you are, man, you got to take care of your business, son. I wonder how your Earth 77 version of your sister is like. I mean, you know, because, <laughs> you know, she isn't that force power. So, but she'd probably be telling you, like, look, man, you got to handle your business. You're a Jedi Knight. Hello. Actually, I scratched that. He's a Jedi Master. So, where's his apprentice, too? I mean, <laughs> sorry, that was my alarm. I just kind of woke up <laughs> funny right 
So having said that, we're going to review season five, which to me has been one of the best, one of the best seasons of the flash. Um, having to, because it just had to do with, um, Nora West Allen excess coming from the future and revealing herself as the daughter of Barry and Iris. And at first Barry and Iris were both, I mean, it's really interesting. Like Barry and Iris just didn't know what to do. I mean, they didn't, they were kind of um, scratching their heads, like, how could this, you know? But, I mean, after several tests, I mean, it was proven that Nora was indeed Barry and Iris' daughter. But then I think what they had to learn was just the fact that they had to learn to warm up to her, warm up to her even though they did. I mean, deep down, they didn't really welcome her because, I mean, especially Barry, too, because it was, you know, I mean, the weight of being a father really started to get on him much heavier than the weight of being the Flash, even being a hero of Central City. But in the end of the day, I mean, throughout the, all the episodes, you see how Nora West Allen grew, um, how the trials she went through, the fact, despite keeping her secret from from Team Flash, the, her, the secret working with um, Ia Barthon, the reverse Flash, she just grew to be more of a strong character. And in the last couple episodes, I said that she reminded me a lot of Carl Grimes, Damian Wayne. I mean, just these characters who try to be, who proved to be, you know, who proved to be at their best and who proved to want to be just like their parents. But in, in, as a result, they grew, they grew up to be better than their parents even. So I thought that was really interesting with Nora West Allen, excess. I mean, that's why she actually became my favorite character on the, on the season. You know, I mean, just... She was this girl, you know, she grew up, basically. I mean, this girl coming from the future, like... And even Barry and Iris grew up as a result, too, and they became better for her. They both became their best selves. So, I mean, especially after Nora was erased from existence, it really saddened me, though, but I feel like this is not going to be the last of the last of Nora West Allen. We haven't seen the last of Nora West Allen. I assure, I assure you, folks, I bet you she's going to come back in some way. Especially with the crisis, too. I mean, if Barry disappears, I mean, she could become the Flash. I mean, it's kind of an unpopular opinion, but maybe you know the the talking the talking heads of CW are kind of going towards that direction, or or maybe she might have a you know she might have like a relative or an offspring, perhaps like Bart Allen, or because Bart Allen in the comics was Barry's grandson, and he came back in time and became the Flash for a while. Or then again, maybe it could be Wally West. Who knows? But I think it's really interesting how the Flash, you know, they show that comic of the Flash disappearing now that I think about it. Because in the season three, um, the Speed Force took Barry and he disappeared then. And then Wally West took the helm. But then there was really no way he could be the Flash except Barry Allen. So they sprung Barry back and using his DNA... So I think that's going to come into play, too, that the Speed Force kind of feels like it was tricked, you know? I mean, Speed Force is kind of an entity. Like, you can't you can't dodge the Speed Force forever, though. Or maybe, just maybe the Speed Force, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting, because the Speed Force, in a sense, is another character, too. If you've seen in Season 2, I mean, Speed Force can take a form of anybody, you know, from Joe West to Iris to Killer Frost or even Ronnie Raymond, um, Firestorm, the first Firestorm. You know, so I think the Speed Force is going to really be involved in the next season, in my opinion. 
Now I want to go on to Killer Frost's development, how she's, you know, Caitlyn Snow, how she's developed as a hero. I mean, she's developed into like sort of a, a, a hero with dry humor, kind of sarcastic. I mean, really funny. And like how they're how she's getting along with Caitlyn, and you're seeing both sides interact with each other and work together actually. So. I think it's mostly like a accepting of loving herself for who she is. Because in season three, even Caitlyn, when she finds out her powers, she's freaked out. She's scared. She wants to get rid of them. But she discovers that because her father has ALS and that he actually somehow developed that, um, that part of her, she learns to accept it. Whereas with her father, Thomas Snow, um, becoming Icicle, he comes more... I feel like he becomes more jaded and because he's afraid of that side of himself, he can't really contain it. Just like Caitlyn could contain Killer Frost. Does that make sense? I mean, I I think. Because, I mean, Caitlyn's seen a whole lot, you know, since becoming part of Team Flash. From the death of Ronnie Raymond to, I mean, Jake, I mean to quote-unquote Jake Eric, which is actually trying to be Zoom or Hunter Zolomon, you know, just tricking her. So she's seen a whole lot to actually learn how to temper that side of her. And of course, with help from Cisco and Star Labs and especially Barry, just how to, how to you know, control her powers. So she's really developed and I hope to see more of Killer Frost next season. Now, speaking of Team Flash, um, I want to go into Cisco and Camilla. Now, as you all know, in the last episode, Cisco basically lost his powers by injecting himself with a metahuman cure. So right now, Cisco's just... Cisco Ramon, he's no longer Vibe. I mean, season five also saw was a was a goodbye from Vibe as well as you know, along with Excess, Vibe actually left too. And um, there were several rumors going around actually that Carlos Valdez might be leaving um, after season five. However, um, it seems like he's going to be back in season six, so we'll be seeing a lot of Cisco. Just maybe not so much, but we'll be seeing some of Cisco, if not a lot, some. But, you know, I feel like this, maybe this might not be the last we've seen of Vibe also. Who knows? Something may happen to Camilla, God forbid, that, um, you know what I mean? Something may happen to Camilla that may make Cisco become Vibe again, or who knows? Or maybe Camilla would even tell him, like, look, Cisco, I mean, there's a crisis going on. They need you, so get your powers back. <laughs> so that's pretty much my bit on Cisco, and I feel like um, Ralph Divney has taken over... Sort of like the heroic role that Cis, you know, left by Cisco. So we're gonna see Marvin the Elongated Man, and actually the Elongated Man's another favorite character of mine on the show now. He's just, you know, Ralph Divney's is really funny, and there's gonna be a lot of a lot for him too in season six. I feel because of Sue Divney's gonna be come. I think she's gonna come on season six. And if those for those of you who don't know, again, Sue Divney is Ralph Divney's wife in the comics, and they actually get together um despite their you know despite their differences and all that i mean sue divney is like a socialite she i think she comes from wealth whereas ralph is like this um freelance private eye detective but they get together and they make it work and you know they, it's just true love and i i really hope to see that now moving on to cicada one and two i mean orland dwyer um was the first cicada was this guy who how all this pent up self hatred, this rage, um, until Grace came along, and 
you know, started to love, you know, despite, despite the fact that she initially didn't like him and he initially didn't like her, he started to warm up to her. But that was until the Enlightenment event when after Nora and Barry were able to defeat the, um, were able to crash that satellite. Um, what happened was just that they got hit by the shards of the, um, the satellite, the star lap satellite, um, thanks to DeVoe. And that's how Orlin and Grace were able to get their powers and become the cicadas. And, you know, they start to wreak havoc. They start to actually kill all metas. They become, you know, at least Cicada 1 starts to kill all metas and becomes a meta-human Jack the Ripper. And as a help of Dr. I forgot her name. Dr. Ambrose, now I remember. Who doesn't want to go along with killing? I mean, since she has a Hippocratic Oath, like I've been mentioning in several episodes, and even Joe West's character agreed with me on that, too, when he mentioned it to her, you know, that, you know, dogs have a Hippocratic Oath, how could she kill someone? Um, or how could Cicada kill some- I mean, how could, you know, the doctor working with Cicada kill someone? And it's really sad that Dr. Ambrose died, um, thanks to, you know, Cicada 1. But then after Orlin was cured, he realized the error of his ways, and he actually died a good man in the end, you know. And we discovered that actually that when Cicada, I mean, when Grace was Cicada, especially future Grace, um, we got we go into the we went to the mind um, along with Nora West Allen, We went to the mind of um, young Grace, and she saw two sides of Orlin. Um, the good, the um, troubled man became a good man, and also Cicada himself, the original Cicada, just pressuring her to like, you know, make a choice. And with Nora's help, um, thankfully Grace made the right choice to take the Medicure, and then she became cure, cured and. Cicada 2 basically just disappeared from existence. Especially after Grace chose not to kill Meadows and listen to the real Uncle Orlin, the good man, the um, not-so-perfect man who became a good man. So right now, thankfully, Grace is going to be adopted into a, a good family and her future's looking bright. And especially for the Meadows, too. The Meadows are safe. So even though... Some of them, if not the majority of them, have taken the metahuman cure. I mean, those who haven't are safe because, you know, Cicada's not going to go after them anymore or any of the Cicadas. Now, I want to go, speaking of villains, I want to go into the big bad of himself, Reverse Flash. And man, Eobarthon is just, he is a genius. He's a crazy genius, let me tell you. I mean, this guy, you know, throughout the whole time, he was working with... Nora West Allen manipulating her, and the thing was, Barry was initially mad at her, though, but I made the argument saying that, you know what, Barry, season one, you, your season, you know, your neophyte butt would have done the same thing. Season one, Barry would have done exactly the same thing, and even after season one, he continued coming over to Thawne for advice on how to handle problems. And it's like, you know, you can get mad at your daughter all you want, though. But at the very least, you know, understand that, you know, your daughter is just like you were in season one. And I think Reverse Flash was used to kind of show more of the similarities between Barry and and Nora. And even Nora and Iris, too, because if you understand, if you look at it this way, um, Iris is pretty driven, just as Nora is. Whereas, and also... Nora, like Barry, is very hopeful and tries to see the, you know, I mean, tries to 
see the best in people despite you know their faults like she did with Thawne whereas Barry tried to see the best in people too even with Thawne but ultimately you know <laughs> it's like you know look in the mirror man like you know what I mean like <laughs> when Barry got mad at Nora it's like he could have I mean of course understandably he was mad because I mean come on reverse flash is a villain I mean he's you know what I mean he is a villain and that's understandable though but at the same time it's like in those kind of moments it's like you gotta look in the mirror and see that you know what that that was me too and that's how Barry could have been like you know what I mean ultimately and I think he kind of acknowledged it too and you know you see, and like reverse flash I mean another thing too is just that when Ralph found out that reverse flash had cicadas dagger the whole time and that's why he was telling Nora to go destroy the cicada go you know defeat cicada and as a result also it caused Nora to disappear too I mean be erased in the timeline but then it's interesting how he told Barry that she was like his daughter too which kind of got Barry a little mad but um he gave the, Barry the advice of using a negative speed force to actually save Nora. But then Nora ultimately chose not to use it because she knew what the negative speed force did. But I feel like, again, I think we're going to we're gonna see more of Reverse Flash along with Nora. Especially with the negative speed force as well. I mean, it could be like the hellish, satanic version of the speed force. I mean, we've seen glimpses of it, like where a speedster channels his, his or her anger and their eyes get red and they get, they get, you know, they get triggered. And I think we even see some of the negative speed forces buried too in one of the episodes, but hopefully we see more of that, you know I mean? Just of that speed for, aspect of the speed force. Maybe they, the speed, the negative speed force takes a form of a villain or I don't know something, but yeah. So, um, last but not, certainly not least, um, Sherlock Wells, um, he was actually my, well, he's actually my new favorite Wells now, next to Harry, and, um, or HR, even, I mean, you, you know, I, in my opinion, every Earth needs a Wells, Earth 16, we have H.G. Wells, one of the greatest writers, I mean, wrote the time machine, wrote a whole lot of awesome literature, wrote a lot of, awesome, a lot of awesome science fiction, but Sherlock, I mean, he was like a Sherlock Holmes version of Wells, but he was French instead of English. <laughs> and he was, you know, I mean, this dude like grew a lot as well. I mean, he was seen like any other Wells. He was kind of shrewd, mysterious, but he sort of had a hilarious, um, a hilarious side of himself. I mean, especially with the many um, versions of Renee Adler that he got with, um, many of them wanted a divorce from him, and there was, like, he was just kind of, he was like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you can tell he was kind of a, a a Casanova, if you will, with these Renees, but then with Earth One Renee, he learned how to find love and how to actually, because he wanted to protect her because he realized that with all the Renees that he married, he screwed up and he wanted to, you know, basically redeem himself. And he just grew. And then basically, I don't know what earth he was from though, but you know, the fact that he wanted to send Renee one, Renee earth one to his earth showed that he has really grown and he's really, gen he really genuinely cares for her. Now I don't know how she's going to feel about his divorces, but <laughs> 
at the very least, she's going to see the good man that he became as well. And, you know, they're back on his earth right now, probably, you know, starting, you know, thinking about, you know, growing together, maybe starting a family, who knows? But I, w I would hope to see more of um, Sherlock Wells, too. I mean, Tom Cavanaugh by far has become one of my favorite actors. I mean, he really has. Just as the, with his ability to play any version of Wells, you know, I mean, whether it's a reverse Flash, Wells, Eobarthon, or, you know, Harry, HR. I mean, we've seen several more versions of Wells, like, you know, Hell's Wells, I mean, the cowboy version of Wells, um, or um, Gandalf Wells, or Wells the Grey, as they called him. I would love to see him, like, play, like, any uh, Jones version of Wells, who knows? I mean... I mean, it, or a military version of Wells. I mean, we could see a whole bunch of Wellses. I mean, the Council of Wellses. I mean, Tom Kavanaugh. I hope to meet him one day and just interview him even and tell him, like, how does he, like, do all that? Like, how does he channel all those characters, you know? So, having said that, I mean, several things why I want to hope, that I hope to see. We're going to get into what I hope to see in Earth's Earth, I mean, Earth 16, I'm sorry, that's my Earth. What we hope to see in Flash Earth Season 6. Sorry. So what we hope to see in Flash Season 6. So obviously, I've mentioned Nora's return. We hope I really hope to see that because Nora was just an awesome character. She grew on me. And of course, the events leading up to the crisis. Um, how we also seen in Season 5 how the um, newspaper changed from 20, 2024 to 2019. And if Barry, and what I also hope to see is, uh, if Barry does disappear, who will become the Flash? I mean, would, would it be just a cliffhanger or a red herring? I mean, and will Vibe return is another thing I mentioned. And what about Bart Allen? Is he Nora's son or perhaps Nora Don Allen's son? I mean, it could be different versions of Nora even as Don Allen because we saw in the previous episodes... Um, of Reverse Flash asking Don, Nora if she's Dawn. But then again, the timelines timelines in the Flash or in the Arrowverse have a way of changing, so we're gonna, I hope to see more of that. And how about Jay Garrick and his protege? I want to see more of them in Season 6. I mean, who's his protege? I mean, what, is, what does he or she, like, you know, is, is, it, is it another version of, um, of an Allen, or who is it? Is it even Bart Allen himself? Who knows? And speaking of um, John and Wesley's ship's character, how about the Earth-90 Flash? Man, I would totally like to see that also. I mean, just... Maybe he might be he might be the temporary Flash that um, takes over. I mean, it might center around him. Who knows? It's him taking over as, as the Flash. Or maybe Jay Garrick becoming the... You know what I mean? It... There's a whole bunch of possibilities after Barry disappears. I mean, at least for a while. I mean, of course, Barry Allen's going to return. But, I mean, after the crisis, he does disappear, especially in the comics. So, that's all I have for the Flashcast. Um, like I said, I'm, I was really happy um, covering this um, whole Season 5. I mean, I'm looking forward to Season 6. Um, and... Season when season six returns, and it's just been a really awesome experience with the podcast from Earth 2. I mean, we're going to go into covering more. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to cover more stuff with the Flashcast, or it may be something a little different. You know, we may have to cover a, a comic book artist, artist maybe Carmine Infant, 
Infantino, or I hope to cover, you know, do a collab with someone to cover the comics I've recently been reading, um, The Flash Year One, which I think has been a really awesome storyline so far. I've already got my, um, already got issue 71, I've read it, and I've even reviewed it on the Boy Wonder Press, um, which is my, um, WordPress handle, I probably might post it on my, you actually should see the handle on my, um, Twitter account. And speaking of Twitter, um, don't forget to um, follow us on Twitter at PFE2 underscore or follow me on Twitter at Brian's Comics underscore one um, where you can actually see the WordPress handle. I do run the Boy Wonder Press where I do a lot. Of, I do some comic book reviews. I also am going to, like I said, I'm going to continue um, going to Comic-Con. You might, I'm going to actually write about it too. Um, so yeah, um, keep it real, people. Um this is the podcast from Earth 2. Um, this is the Flashcast from the podcast from Earth 2. And this is Brian from Earth 16 signing out. You guys stay ever so awesome as always. <laughs>